Hey, Cairo Sushi family, welcome to the first ever. Uh, we're going to stick to this every Monday. It's a case of the Mondays. If you remember the movie uh, Office Space, uh, there's a famous scene where someone said, you know, it looks like someone's got a case of the Mondays. And but No, no, no. It was more like this. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. And I love the part where the dude annoying goes, voice. I love the part where the dude goes, does anyone ever tell you his neighbor? He goes to his neighbor and says, does anyone ever say you have the case of the Mondays? And he goes, no, hell no, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, but we're gonna run with the case of the monies. It's gonna be your news and Cairo sushi and chiropractic all over. What's trending? What's going on? Events, stuff going on. It's me. I am playing the role of. I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna take the role of uh, an oldie, Tom Snyder. And who is who is your favorite news person, uh, Lacey? Growing up. Oh, I didn't watch the news growing up. Are you kidding? Like that was I watched the horse races with my dad. So <laughs> you know, there wasn't a lot of news. Let me explain why you're with Sean Dill. Well, that makes yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yep. And we watched wrestling, like the really bad fake WWE wrestling. Wait, I never knew that. We you knew I was a big wrestling fan. We don't talk about wrestling. I know we should talk more about it because I grew up on that. So, you know, maybe it's you can not fake. It's real to me, damn it. Maybe so. you can call me Stephanie McMahon. Oh, that's right. We <laughs> talked about Stephanie. We we're doing the – yeah, okay. So we may have a WWE moment. There you go. Um, so you just got back from Orlando. You made it down there. You got past the hurricane. Yes. Uh, and you were at the Women's DC Chiropractic event. It was their first ever event. And there's been this huge movement this last year, two years. I really want to give credit to Mary Lucas Flannery at Life West who kind of – provoked this by challenging the women speakers. She had a really great blog article, shows you the power of the word. It's still important out there. And there's been this catalysm, right? And and you're a women DC, you're a women speaker, uh, you're a leader in the profession, and you were you had an opportunity to share a couple times in WDC. Tell us about that event. Yeah, the event was phenomenal. They did a fantastic job. This board came together and hosted this in Orlando. Um, the great thing that they did is because one of their you know, core values and one of the things I think that they really um, hold at a high, high value and high standard is family. So they had the event um, in Orlando because it's near Disney World and at the Gaylord Palms and Resort, which was fantastic because it was a family resort. So there was like water slides and kids areas and all sorts of stuff so that these women, when they came together, they could bring their families along. There's 150 women there and some really powerhouse women speakers got up and shared their story and shared great content and best practices. It was a great event and I was very honored to be able to share some of my business knowledge and some of the things that we share in Black Diamond Club with the women um, over the course of the weekend. So I loved it. I'm, I'm on a high. It's definitely the month of the woman with all the stuff that's going on this week. It's, you know, there's another event coming up grounded, but I want to ask you about this, you know, uh, go deep with me on this because what were your feelings? What have been your feelings as a female DC in this profession? Um, did you, do you feel that the women's DC voice is being more heard? Is there, is there um, uh, still major issues? What is your perspective on the women's DC overall in the profession? 
Well, I think that my perspective is a little bit different probably than what most people feel. Um, I mean, I do definitely, I do remember times very early on when I was with Sean and um, very early in our relationship and everybody always used to say to me, oh, so you work for Sean. Like they thought I was his CA or something, but, um, but I don't, you know, I have never allowed that uh, feeling of being a woman to stop or limit me in any way. But I do see that that, that has been an issue for a lot of people. And um, I'm really proud of the women that are stepping up and taking a stance. And number one, just, just trying to make, here's the deal. Women thrive on connection and community. And it's something that's, I think, been lacking in the chiropractic profession for a lot of women is that feeling of community, that feeling of connection, knowing that there's other women um, chiropractors out there that are struggling with the same work-life balance that they're struggling with themselves. And what Women DC and some of these other um, women's groups that are emerging have done is they've created a place for those women to come together and be able to talk about it, to be able to support each other and to be able to feel more connected. And I think that's what's been needed and missing and that's where they're going with it. And it's been powerful to see. Yeah, you know, um, the the femtech market, I just got this email from The Hustle uh, earlier today. Oh, I like The Hustle. You love The Hustle, right? Isn't it? It's, 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 we totally stole like all our ideas for Cairo Sushi. On yeah. and, and here's the cool thing. For you guys out there, and if you're out there, please comment. Tell us where you're calling. You're, tell us where you're calling in from, because uh, this is going to be more of a, a new show, talk show, uh, for you guys. Um, it was funny because me and Lacey were talking offline before this, and you know, Cairo Sushi's kind of had a bro brand for a long time. And the funny thing was, I got this two years ago from someone. We were at the Berkshires. They they pulled me aside. They said, you know, it's very broish. And I looked at them and I said, I'm a bro, like, <laughs> like. I, I come from, I watched The Hangover. I was I grew up on American Pie. I was a leader in keg stands. Um, <laughs> I, I did what bros do, because I'm a bro and I don't have kids. Um, I specifically have dated cougars all my life. This is my brand. So the cool thing is now we get Lacey, who's gonna come in and go, well, hold on. Here's another point of view on this. That's right. But. You're also cool as shit. You got a great sense of humor, um, and you're a millennial too. We were talking, you know. I never, I, I think you're so mature. Sometimes, I mean, you know, you guys, you and Sean shop at like, you know, uh, I like at places that they wouldn't let me in. I mean, so. <laughs> maybe now though, you got the new, the new do yeah, and the do. shaved beard. I think that that's you know, it's, it's but, good. Here's the thing that's going on in femtech. So fem, according to Forbes, only 10% of global investment goes to female-led startups. Um, research yeah. from Frost and Sullivan forecasts the women's health market to reach $50 billion by 2025. And for better or worse, they're making a name for itself called femtech. So the women's movement is, uh, you know, we saw it in movies in the movie industry, I think with Bridesmaid a couple years ago. I mean, I'll be honest, there was a time where I would never watch like female comedians, like going back to like this stuff. There was a time, I'd be honest, where I would never listen to business advice from women. But now I look at you as one of our my mentors. There's women out there uh, in startups that are just kicking ass. So from a bro's perspective, I think it's pretty badass. Yeah, and I think that that's what's really amazing. I mean, one of the stats that was put up there on stage is that in the chiropractic profession, we're actually reaching this um, – time where 50% of the graduates coming out of school are women. 
So you're right. There is a shift going on and a change going on. And I think what one of the messages that I heard um, often this weekend is, listen, you know, women in, in chiropractic have often been pigeonholed and put in this box where um, everybody just thinks that all we do is pediatrics. Right. And like, yeah. hey, if you want to if we're having a pediatric conference, it's a great time for you to come and talk. But women do have a powerful voice and we have a lot to say about a lot of things. We have um, great opinions and content content and ideas and, um, you know, great success in business, not just pediatrics, right? We have great ways of communication. We have great ways to connect. We have yeah. great ideas. And it's, it's nice because I think that that's one of the things that's happening is like, Hey, here we are. We have other things to say as well. And so I think that that's, um, you're right. When you asked me earlier, do I feel like the voice is being heard more? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a great thing because just like Cairo Sushi and Samurai that historically has been, you know, kind of this bro feel, hey, there is amazing things that can happen with a little bit of a feminine touch. And, you know, Cairo Sushi's growing up, we're growing up together and I'm going to bring some femininity to it, a different perspective, maybe a different way sometimes to say things or address things. Um, and I think that that allows us to have some balance. And yeah. I think balance in the profession will help us progress forward, right? Do you, yeah, do you think one of the things from a marketing perspective, because we love to talk marketing and business at Cairo Sushi and in Black Diamond Club, one of the things that I picked up in re recent research is that a lot of women feel that the marketing towards them is so outdated. It's the same old, same old, like you're, you're crazy. You're, you're, your browser tabs are full of this and you need this to take care of this. And, and what I found, what was funny about Cairo Sushi was when those statements were being made, if we look at the data of Cairo Sushi, the majority of our followers and fans are actually they lead it's 65 to 67 percent women that's yep and and because a lot of our content was based on sense of humor and maybe sometimes childish humor we'll say mm -hmm. the funny thing is a lot of people assume that's broish but women have really great senses of humors and what we're finding is that they can get just as dirty or even worse sometimes than the dudes right yeah. Yeah. Most of the time that happens behind closed doors, but you know, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So we, we have the women's uh, next week coming up and I'll be down there uh, or up there in Atlanta uh, being put on by a Sushi partner, Dr. Barb Eaton in the boot camp, featuring yep. other partners like Dr. Janice Hughes, uh, Stephanie Rosenhart, um, Matt Loop's wife is going to be speaking there, uh, Taser. Huh. Dr. Uh, Melissa LaMarche, people know her as Melba Coast. So there's another event Saturday, which is going to be a little bit different than WDC going on. Uh, but they're going to be focused on uh, workshops. There's going to be some networking potential right at Life U University. So uh, right. the women's movement's keeping up and, and moving on. Dr. Sean Rundle says women make better closers. Well, that's interesting. And I, I, I mean, hey, Sean, I, I, I can agree with that. We, <laughs> I think that, listen, and I don't think women and men, I don't think the way that we do things one way or the other is better. It's just about doing things that are congruent to you and who you are. And I think for a long time, women were always the only 
um, people that they had to look up to, the mentors that they had, they were men and historically have been men. And sometimes the way that men go about saying things or doing things or um, even coming in and working a room, that's not the same way that women do it. And it's not because it's better or worse. It's just because we're different. Right. And so I think that women are amazing closers and they have the ability to connect with people in a different way. Right. But again, it's it's not about better or worse. It's about just doing things that are congruent to you and who you are. And if you do that, you will be very successful. That makes sense. Uh yeah, I love that. Chiropractic in the news, uh, two things, October, oh, yeah. put on by ACA, uh, is October's Chiropractic Awareness Month. Um, it seems to be every September and October. Uh, last year, it was the Katie May thing. Um, my dad told me, who's been in this business for over 40 years himself professionally, and, and then obviously grew up in chiropractic. So he said every September, October, there's always something that's trying to hit chiropractic in the news. Uh, last week was a little weak one, uh, it was, it was, but it was funny because it made its rounds. It was about a case with a uh, out of the Journal of Ophthalmology uh, had analyzed a situation of a 59-year-old woman who experienced patchy vision. I'm curious what patchy vision is after receiving a chiropractic intervention. <laughs> you know, it's so funny wait, because we were laughing about this earlier, Tristan, but it literally says a case study, like one one case study. It's like, oh my gosh, all of this compelling, you know, compelling research and data that we have that it can cause patchy vision boils down to a case study. And is it even really a case study or was it actually just a, a news study? I don't even know. Well, you know, let's, let's flip things around. It seems to be that we're always challenged when we bring maybe a case study um, out of, you know, a, you know, someone's practice. Shout out to Doug Lightstone and Curtis Feidick, um, who are doing some amazing things and research out there. You can uh, connect with them deeper in the Cairo Sushi Samurai if you're looking for help how to uh, uh, communicate uh, research to, to your public. Um, but it seems funny is that we always get kind of pooped on when it comes to using just one case example, sometimes internally in the profession. Yeah. Uh, chiropractors hate on other chiropractors. We're like, well, that was just one case of that. Uh, you know, research, you, you know, you've been such a, a, a stalwart when it comes to supporting the Australian Spinal Research Foundation. Uh, where are we at right now with research in chiropractic, Lacey? What do we need to do to make it better? Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there that are really trying to put forth big efforts in, in research for chiropractic. I mean, we're in a difficult position, right? Because it's really hard to do like the double blind studies and things that are necessary that hold high validation in the research world. Um, but I do, you know, I am by no means an expert or know what's necessary. You know, there's people out there like that are running the Australian Spinal Research Foundation that's giving tons of money to people that are out there trying to put forth research. Um, you, know, you can find those big names, even, you know, and Matt McCoy and his, his clan, they're doing great things for research and really trying to validate this thing called chiropractic. But we are in a difficult place. You know, people don't want to hear about the word subluxation. You know, people don't understand, you know, how this thing works. And then, you know, all boils down to what exactly is it that 
we all agree on as a profession? What are we trying to validate? So there's a lot of a lot of big holes, but there's people out there that are leading the charge and making movement for research and chiropractic. And it's not me. The only thing I can do is support it financially because that's not my forte. So here's the deal. What we need, what we need is more support. Yeah. We need people out there, you know, donating to individuals that are trying to get research out into the world, that are trying to do these studies, the people that actually know how to do it, you know, and how it can be most effective and how to get it out there. Because if it's not you and that's not what you want to do, the way that you can contribute is by giving back financially. That's what we need. I yeah I 100% agree and then bridging that gap into the social media world uh, one of the things last week that was really I don't want to say cool because it's a it was a horrible situation but uh, you know what you're going to get from us on this is our inaugural show is you're going to get one tip from each of us uh, to close out your to open up your week if you will and uh, you know right in Lacey's backyard was the Indianapolis Colts last week had a Colts uh, offensive lineman who continued to play despite breaking two vertebrae. And uh, I immediately went to the Cairo Sushi Samurai group and was like, guys, this is something as a media company, wow, what a huge opportunity. Horrible for the offensive linemen. But uh, here's my tip of the week is, and you hear it all the time at Cairo Sushi, you've heard it from our mentors like John Sung Kim at the Cairo Sushi Summer Camp. Uh, you have to be a media company first sometimes. And, uh, you know, last week was an opportunity to explore, hey, how could this guy, I mean, I'm curious because I don't even understand how he could still play with two broken vertebrae. Um, it, 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 what, what would happen there? What would happen in the nerve or what, what, would, what would be your take? If you were to go on a live, Lacey, and share that, what would you share to the public about that? Well, but first off, I mean, this is a difficult thing because I didn't read the article and I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. But what does that actually mean? Because like, did he just break the tip of the spinous? Like, I, I don't even know exactly what happened. What does broken vertebrae mean? So first we got to figure that out before we even go talking about it, right? And making yeah. any assumptions. So I actually wouldn't go out there and say anything until I knew what the reality of the news was like. And that's what's always difficult. I mean, here we are. We're doing, we're going to be doing this news talk show, breaking your case of the Mondays, you know, every Monday, and we're going to bring up some things and Hey, listen, we don't, we're not always going to know how to answer it. We're not going to always answer it. Right. We're not always going to say things that people like. Um, and that goes the same for you and your practice. When you see these articles, first, make sure you do your due diligence before you get on like Tristan and I and say things that may not go over so well. Right. So yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what I would say to that. I don't know if I would bring it up because I don't know really enough about what that is. And maybe that would be what I actually talked about. What really happened? Yeah, you know, that's an, that's that's where I, I think it's just going based on, hey, here's news. Here's what's going yeah. on in our community or the national community. And the thing is, it's football season. And uh, football on Monday has over 50,000 to 100,000 searches a, like an hour going on on Google. So even if you're not a football fan, one of my things is if you're going to become a media producer, which again, that's a standpoint we, we stress at Cairo Sushi is you have to learn these things to be able to communicate to your community, going yeah. out there and say, Hey, this is what happened. So even if it's like, I can't tie it back, but we can talk about, Hey, 
how does chiropractic help with sports injuries? How does chiropractic help? Mm -hmm. what, are, what are we seeing? I think those are places that people can go. Even leveraging. Today, the big news is, you know, uh, the, the new prince, uh, princess, uh, the American princess, uh, Meghan Markle. Uh, pregnant. Pregnant. So, I mean, what a great time for all, everyone who loves pregnant babies to talk about, hey. Pregnant, pregnant babies? chiropractic in the beginning stages like what would you why see a chiropractor for pregnancy right yeah and that's really interesting because you can absolutely bring it all back so in, instead of just saying here's actually here's a great tip i want to tie all this in together for you this would be my tip one of the things that chiropractors struggle with a lot is internal referrals because um number one they don't actually have an effective strategy to yeah. get internal referrals. And number two, a lot of people that are coming into your practice, the reason that they don't refer to you is because they don't know how. So this is really interesting that you bring this up. So here's my tip, Tristan. Yeah. If I saw something in the news like this, it's great to come in on Monday morning and make it a concerted effort for every patient that comes through the door to talk to them about what's re what's relevant in the news. So I would say something like, hey, Tristan, hey, did you see that article on the Colts player that was playing football with two broken vertebrae? Right. What? That's the craziest thing. But did you actually know that chiropractic, when people are under chiropractic care, number one, it can be preventative because their body is working properly and help them reduce the amount of injuries that they have. But number two, if they get injured in sports, just like this guy, if they come in and get checked and for um, come into the chiropractor to get checked, we can actually help speed up that healing process that the system is going through if we can increase that brain body communication. So Tristan, if you ever know anybody that you sustains an injury in you know sports, even if they're in high school or middle school or somebody that's at the collegiate level, make sure you send them to me and I can make sure to help them speed up that healing process, do an assessment and make sure that they're a good fit for the office so they don't end up like this Colts player that could potentially be doing a lot of damage to their body. And Brilliant. now we've Brilliant. just planted the seed for when somebody gets hurt now that patient knows, hey, you know that you should go see my chiropractor because chiropractic can actually help with sports injuries. Number one, it prevents it. But number two, it can help that healing process. You should go check them out. That same thing would work with the whole Meghan Markle thing. What's up, puppers? Yeah, I know. Somehow he got on the, the desk there. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that's plug and playable. That's plug and playable. Yes. Um, easy. But it requires you to be a little bit of a human, right? <laughs> Yeah. And so that's the thing. Listen, you know, it sure beats talking to people about the weather. You know, I mean, it's and again, if you can be strategic and you can find out what's going on in the news, you can actually use the news as leverage for referral conversations. So if you have a high pediatric practice or take care of a lot of pregnant women, this is a great opportunity to, to say, did you see Princess Meghan Markle is pregnant? I wish I could talk to her because her getting chiropractic care throughout her pregnancy often will make the birthing process so much easier than she would have historically, you know, historically experienced or, you know, yeah. oh yeah, if Megan ever has, you know, weird pains and aches, that's actually not normal during the, um, during the process. And, you know, if she was feeling that way, this would be a great opportunity for her to come in and get checked, right? It's just an easy conversation. It's relevant. It's up with the times and it doesn't feel so 
salesy. Hey, yeah. can, you haven't, I noticed Tristan, you haven't sent me a referral yet. Why is that? No, it makes it sound, you know, <laughs> you know, like an, uh, a natural conversation piece. So check out the news and utilize that in your practice to, you know, get more referrals. Yeah. And uh, if you guys are looking for ways to inspire yourself uh, in the samurai group, we've made it very plug and playable where every day we're going in there and we're posting here. Here's some ideas of what the post Here's what's going on. Here's what we can inspire you to post. Uh, if you're if you're not in the samurai, well, unfortunately, you can't get access to that. But I would say uh, use tools like Twitter trending topics, Google Trends. Um, unfortunately, Facebook took away their trends uh, yep. trending topics, which I think is one of the worst decisions they made. Um, but you can use Google Trends and Reddit is another uh, tool that I use to keep up to date with what's the haps, you know? Yeah, millennials are all over Reddit. It's been around a long time and it definitely you can get a lot of play out of that. Um, yeah. And listen, hey, you know, we're going to be doing this every Monday. So if you guys see stuff in the news that you want Tristan and Lacey to talk about, you know, we're willing to do that. So make sure that you post up in the group you know, what you're looking for. And if you're looking for a tip, you know, whether it's business or mindset or sales or social media or what, something specific to chiropractic in your office, let us know so we can bring all of that to this case of the Mondays talk live. You were going to talk about, you had something you wanted to share in mindset, I believe, right? Oh, you know, we're going to dive deeper in samurai um, when it comes to value and mindset, but one of the things that I shared about this weekend at the um, WDC conference was a talk I do on um, money mindset yeah. and really breaking the barriers um, to abundance. And one of the things I notice a lot with my um, clients that I work with and the chiropractors that I work with is oftentimes we don't um, charge the value that we truly believe that we deserve for the service that we provide. And so... I would encourage you this week, we'll dive deeper into this over the next coming weeks, but I would encourage you this week to think about the last 10 financial conversations that you've had with people coming in. And I would encourage you to analyze that and ask yourself, number one, did you feel comfortable asking for the amount of money that you were asking for? Number two, do you really believe that that's what you should have been paid and what that value was worth? And number three, did you think about it in a way that you were actually undercharging and over-delivering? Or did you think about it in a way that was like, I don't know if they can pay that. I don't know if this person's going to say yes. I don't know if they can afford it. Because those are two very different perspectives. And I want to make sure that we are thinking from an abundance mindset, that we're thinking in a way that we truly understand the value of what we are giving people the bigness of chiropractic, the ability that chiropractic has to change lives. So I want you to think about that and see if your value, what you're charging is congru congruent to what you actually believe it's worth. And if it's not, come back on next Monday because I'm going to give you some exercises to do in order to help you really step into that value. And um, the people in Samurai, we're going to get on some of that this Wednesday and we're going to talk about it a little bit more in depth. So you guys will have all of that information this week. Awesome guys. If you're interested in joining Cairo Sushi Samurai, you guys can go to Cairo Sushi Samurai.com. We have two options for you that are awesome. Either learn to do stuff yourself or let us take care of it for you. Uh, I think 
Uh, this was awesome. Every Monday at 1230 for the next couple of weeks, we'll be switching it to noon uh, after November, I believe, guys. But uh, share this around, put in comments, and join us every Monday at lunchtime for a case of the Mondays. Looking forward to doing this every week with you, Lace. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Tristan. All right, guys. Peace out.